a new year, a new Wednesday, a new day, same old story. Got nothing new for you. It's all the same old story. It's still Jesus. Still a virgin birth. Crucified. And a risen Savior. Say amen. Don't have anything else besides that. But I do have some things in between that we need to understand. Turn with me, if you will, Isaiah chapter number 53. Just for a little thought tonight. Kind of goes along with Beardy's song tonight, Dust on Our Bibles. I'm afraid we've got a lot of Christians with dust on their souls. They're getting weary and well-doing, some of them. Isaiah chapter number 53, and let's read verse number 6, if you will. All we like sheep have gone astray. We have turned everyone to his own way. And the Lord hath laid on him the iniquity of us all. He was oppressed and he was afflicted. Yet he openeth not at his mouth. He is brought as a lamb to the slaughter. And as a sheep before her shears. Is dumb, so he opened not his mouth. Father, help us tonight just for a little while. Speak to your precious people here tonight, Father, that Lord, that we might see and hear the word of God tonight. And Lord, it find a lodging place in our heart that we might not sin against thee. So, Lord, your blessings tonight we ask in Jesus' precious name. Amen. 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 Why do we need to be converted to Christianity? Believe it or not, the Bible is still the number one translated book in the world. The Bible. Number one seller around the world is the Bible. But you think about how many languages that the Bible is being translated into. And a lot of questions that you hear a lot of time is, why do I need to go to church? Why do I need to be saved? Why do I need to pay tithes? Well, if you hear what I just read to you, you'll understand more about it. Say amen. amen. All we like sheep have gone astray. Are you with me? We have turned everyone to his own way. Are we living in that day now? I sure do believe we are. Turn with me, if you will, in, the, in Matthew chapter number 18. And let's read verse number 3. He said, and he said, Verily I say unto you, except ye be converted, and become as little children, ye shall not enter into the kingdom of heaven. So we do have a need, right? We need to be converted. We need a, a conversion. Listen, friend, I want to say to you tonight, if there's no difference in you, you're still lost. If you've not been changed from what you were to what this book says you need to be, hello, 
you're still lost. Preacher, are you perfect? No, 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 friend. You, you got a misconception. I'm just striving. Does everybody understand what striving means? I'm trying. That's country talk. I'm trying my best to do my best for the Lord Jesus, which is the best. Do I come short? Sure I do. Do I sin? Sure I do. You shouldn't admit things like that. What are you going to do, cover up your sin? Cover up your shortcomings? Then they just compound one upon another, and you get further and further away from God. Yes, 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 we sin and come short of the glory of God. We have a great need to be converted. Now, I want to say this tonight, and I don't want nobody to take offense to it. We got a lot of Baptists, but we got few conversions. Does everybody understand what I just said? They joined the Baptist church, but they ain't joined Jesus Christ yet. They ain't been born again yet. They got their name on the roll at church, been down to the river and baptized, and never had a one-on-one experience with Christ. How do you know that? Because there ain't no change in them. Say amen. I believe it with all my heart tonight that we've got a multitude sitting on the church pews that's going to hell. Amen, preacher. You shouldn't talk like that. That hurts somebody's feelings. Well, I'd rather you hurt your feelings here than you wake up in hell and say, nobody told me. Nobody told me. The preacher didn't tell me the truth. Turn with me in the book of Acts, chapter number 11, verse number 21. And the hand of the Lord was with them, and a great number believed and turned unto the Lord. Church, we need a movement of God in our church. I'm talking about our church. I'm talking about the church of Jesus Christ. We need a great moving of God in our churches that we can have conversions to the Lamb of God. Not just members at church. Amen. Not just a good tie board. Hello. Not just a good offering. But we got true Holy Ghost sin kill conversion that came to the Lord Jesus Christ and found the free pardon of sin. What is our motive? What is our motive? And the hand of the Lord was with them. Shouldn't that motivate us? If God's hand is with you, that should be motivation enough. Hello, I'm going to hurt somebody's feelings. If you're one of them that's got to have a plaque every time you pick up a piece of paper in the churchyard or a pat on the back or somebody's got to sing you a special song because you showed up at church, God help you. God help you tonight. Amen. We should be willing because we're born again. We ought to be workers for Christ. Because we're born again, amen. And God should be the one that gets the glory, not you and I. Are you with me? Say amen. The thing of it is, the Lord said, he who hath an ear, let him hear. The trouble of it is, we're hearing and not doing. We're not doers of that word. Amen, preacher, amen. Isn't it sad that we're still... In the modern age, amen, Brother Chris was talking about going to a paperless uh, system. That's exactly what the world's wanting. They want to get rid of this paper before us called the King James Bible. Amen. 
They can hit a button on that computer and change everything, can't they? Woo! Acts chapter number 26, verse number 18. To open their eyes and to turn them from darkness to light. Are you with me? And from the power of Satan. People don't realize that Satan has power. Turn from the power of Satan unto God. That they may receive forgiveness of sins and inheritance among them which are sanctified by faith that is in me. What does it produce? How does it produce? Let me tell you something. Being baptized don't make you saved. Going to church don't make you saved. Name on the roll don't make you saved. Paying your tithes don't make you saved. Singing in the choir don't make you saved. Singing a special one don't make you saved. If you've never been born again, friend, you're still lost. If you've never had a productive one-on-one with God, to where you were broken, contrite spirit, cried out, God, I'm lost, I need to be saved. Then you can be born again. And he said to open their eyes and to turn them from darkness to light. Isn't it sad we still got church folk in darkness? How do you know that, preacher? Look at the church world today. What they're ordaining, what they're condoning. (laughs) You don't need a light show. You don't need purple hair. Hello? You don't need a gimmick. All you need is the true Holy Ghost filled Word of God. And a good Holy Ghost filled preacher to preach the word. Somebody say amen. That's a fact. Hey, it'll produce what it's supposed to. It'll get them born again. Amen. Listen, if a hot dog will get a man, a steak will get them out. <laughs> I ain't against feeding nobody. But if the only reason they come is for a hot dog then whoever's fixing hamburgers next to get them. Oh, preacher, you don't like for preachers to preach on being sanctified, filled with the Holy Ghost, grounded. Amen. We'd rather be church hoppers. Ooh, that hurt, didn't it? Acts chapter number 38. I'm trying to hurry tonight. I know you don't want to hear this, but I'm going to tell you the truth. Lord, I said Acts 38, Acts 28. My tongue's out running my head. Are you with me? Say amen. Said, for the heart of this people is wax gross. Are you with me? Acts 28 and verse 27. Did I not say that? I'm sorry. For the heart of this people is wax gross. And their ears are dull of hearing. Woo, are you with me? And their eyes have they closed, lest they should see with their eyes, hear with their ears, and understand with their heart, and should be converted, and I should heal them. Isn't it funny that folks sit in the house of God and they want to stay blinded? I never forget an old boy was witnessing on the streets down on Bourbon Street. 
during Mardi Gras. Had a young convert with him, and they was out preaching on the street. And he is a helping that young preacher understand, don't never go on the street unless there's two of you. You go together, you work together, and you get each other's back. He said that there's a witness to a hooker there on Bourbon Street and said she stuck her fingers in her ears and said, don't tell me, please don't tell me no more. Don't tell me about Jesus. They didn't want to hear they didn't want to see. They didn't want to understand. I can understand that on Bourbon Street, but what about the church house? Amen. They're sticking their fingers in their ears. They're closing their eyes to these things and letting it go on in the house of God and calling it God's house. God ain't a million mile of that junk. Are you listening? Why do we need to be converted? We need to be converted so we'll know the truth. And the truth, the Bible said, will set you free. What's hindering us? What's hindering us? For the heart of this people is wax gross. Isn't it funny that a preacher can preach hard? People have piled up and take their little red wagon and go to the house. I ain't going back down there. I don't like he preaches. If that man's preaching the truth, you better get under his preaching. You better change your ways, not change the preacher or change the book. Amen. You better conform to the word, not trying to conform the word to you. Have their heart. Where's their heart? Where's the church world's heart? We can't even unite together. About like a bunch of <laughs> Republicans right now trying to vote in a house speaker. Can't even vote the same way. I don't believe we ought to have that. Well, you got Bible says don't have it. That settles it. Amen. If the Bible says don't do it, don't do it. Amen. If the Bible said you ought to be doing it, why ain't you doing it? Right. <laughs> What's hindering us? Our own hearts. Right. Who's our worst enemy? What did I tell you the other night? Ourself. You can't blame nobody else. You're a full-grown person. You can't blame nobody else. You have to look in the mirror and point the finger at yourself and say, that fellow right there is my problem. That and the looking back at me in that mirror is my problem. Are you in agreement? Say amen. First Thessalonians chapter number 1 and verse number 9 said, For they themselves show of us what manner, notice this, of entering into, in we had unto you, and how you turned to God, from idols to serve the living and true God and to wait for his son from heaven who he raised from the dead, even Jesus, which delivered us from the wrath to come. Are you with me? Do you want God to deliver you? Do you want him when he comes back say welcome or depart? Hello? I want to tell you something. Light shows ain't going to get you a welcome. Putting on an act ain't going to get you a welcome. I've preached that ever since I've been saved. An act is an act. You're either a Christian or you're lost. Or you're the biggest hypocrite it ever was. Listen, if you have to act like a Christian, that means your heart ain't one. Hello? I am a Christian. How do you know that? When I mess up, my heart tells me. Amen. 
I mean, the first thing, the Holy Ghost conviction will slap you right in the mouth when you mess up. It didn't bother me when I was lost. <laughs> it didn't bother me before I knew God. Hello? I could do whatever I wanted to do and didn't have much conscience about it. Because mm. I thought I was right in my own eyes. Wasn't that where I first started? Uh-huh. How many think we're still right? Listen, let me, let me help everybody. If you think the Baptist is the only ones going to heaven, you've got a problem. Can I tell you this? I know a lot of Baptists that ain't going to heaven. I know a lot of other denominational people that's going to go to heaven because they love God. That's what it's all about. It ain't the name on the shingle. It's what's in your heart. And where your heart is is where your treasure is. Woo! Preach it. I believe I will. I'm liking it. Are you with me? Listen, in verse 10, and he said, And to wait for his Son from heaven, whom he raised from the dead, even Jesus, which delivered us from the wrath to come. Y'all don't believe wrath's coming? Woo! Let me give you some scripture tonight, and you search it out. He said it's going to be more tolerable for Sodom and Gomorrah. More tolerant. Listen, folks, he burnt that place. You can't find it. Now think about what I just said. And if that's tolerable, what's he going to do to the sinners in this world now? Hello? That's something to think about tonight. That ought to make you want to be converted. <laughs> I want to help somebody tonight. I don't want to go to church with that bunch of hypocrites. Ever heard that one? <laughs> I don't want to go down there. They're just a bunch of hypocrites. Well, can I say this with love? Die and go to hell with that same crowd. Because hypocrites going to hell. I don't care if he sits on the church pew. If he ain't born again, living right, trying his best to do right, he's going to hell. Oh, Grandpa got him saved when he was he was never saved or he wouldn't act like that. You can't tell me you got saved and went home and got drunk. No. When I got saved, I didn't have no more craving for alcohol. Now I had to grow in a lot of other areas. And I'm still growing. But you can't tell me you can get saved this morning and go home and get drunk. No. The devil throwed you a curse what he done. Because when you get saved, you won't have a desire for them things. Amen. You may mess up. You may sin and come short. You may backslide. But you won't want to do it. Because the Holy Ghost will convict you. What is the reason that we need to be converted? Listen, let, let, me, let me try to close this message this way tonight. Somebody is looking at you as a converted Christian. Can they find Jesus in your actions? Because you are an example of Christ to the lost and dying world. If they follow you in your example, will they find Jesus? Brother Chris, if they follow us and we're hypocrites, they're going to be hypocrites. 
if we're lost and sitting on a church pew, they're going to be lost and sitting on a church pew. I like it when people come to me and say, Preacher, what do you think? Well, first of all, that's your mistake. Because it don't matter what I think, it's what the Bible says. So I refer them to the Word of God. I said, what does the Bible say about it? That's what I try to think. Right? If the Bible said don't do it, don't do it. There ain't no question. Well, don't you think he'd be a little bit tolerable? No, he's not going to be a little bit tolerable. He said don't do it, don't do it. If he said you ought to be doing it, you better be doing it. You're guilty either way. That's the part a lot of people don't understand. Listen, when I got saved, I wanted people to get saved. Didn't you? When I got saved, I wanted people to have what I had. Because I was sick of what I had. And I found something that was real. And I wanted everybody to have that real thing, not that counterfeit I had. I wanted them to be converted, born to and bought for the blood that I could see them in heaven and know they're going without a shadow of a doubt. I like looking over their casket and say, I made it. I was talking to Brother Jackie Fender the other day, and he and I, of course, you get talking about Brother Max Fender. I said, Brother Jackie, I said, if Brother Max didn't make it, there ain't none of us got a chance. That man loved God. He loved his church. He loved his preacher. He loved his church family. How do you know that? Because he didn't just go here. He went to other churches, sung everywhere he could, carried the word everywhere he could, stood up and done the best he could do for the Lord Jesus Christ. Sat down one night in his own recliner and went to be with God. But every time you got around him, it was talking about Jesus. We'd get out here mowing grass, and as soon as the lawnmower cut off, he'd go talking about Jesus. Me and him had some real times down here mowing grass. We had revival down there at the baptizing hole many a time, just me and him down that holler shout. I wondered sometimes if people down through there thought we was up there fighting or something. The way we was shouting and carrying on. Hey, that's conversion. That's true conversion. If I have to prod it out of you or poke it out of you or force it out of you, I don't think you got it. Because when I got it, I wanted to share it. I wanted to tell it. And listen, there wasn't nobody more backwards than I was when I got saved. Yeah. (laughs) You didn't even know me when I was lost. (laughs) It's a good thing you didn't. That's all I'm going to say. Uh, uh, Joe was about the only one around here that knew me when I was lost. Please don't. Thank you, honey. I guarantee it. That's a good thing. No, no, no. You, no. 91, I was done living for God. Got born again in 87. Thank God I can give you a time and a date when God moved. It made that much of a difference in me. And if you're converted, it'll make that much of a difference in you. You may not remember the exact time. You may not remember the day. But you will remember when you got born again. Let's stand tonight. I'll tell you what's on my heart tonight. As the Lord give me this little message tonight. There's somebody on your heart.
that needs Jesus. I want you to bring them to the altar tonight. Whisper it out to Jesus. You ain't got to tell me. Just whisper it to Jesus tonight. Because you are a converted Christian, you want to pray for the lost. I believe that with all my heart tonight. That if you're born again, there's somebody in your heart and your life that you want to see truly have the conversion that you have. Born again, saved, sanctified, filled with the Holy Ghost of God. Father, I thank you for the privilege to be here tonight with this message, God, on conversion. The reason, Lord, that we need to be converted because everyone is turned to their own ways. Lord, we understand that man is righteous in his own eyes. We understand that scripture. But Lord, we see a great need tonight. We see a motivation tonight. Lord, it'll produce salvation. Lord, I know there are going to be hindrances. I know that. I understand that, God. There's going to be opposition. Lord, I understand tonight that the act of being born again is a personal one-on-one with Christ. And I believe tonight, Lord, it'll manifest itself in the believer. So, Lord, as we bring these names to you, we pray, God, that they'll see Jesus in us in such a manner that, God, they'll want the same thing that we have, a true conversion in Christ Jesus. Not just, Lord, an imitation, but, Lord, the real thing. Lord, let it be so tonight that these, your children, can be a great example of Christ to a lost and dying world, Father, that they can hear us talk about our dear, beloved, holy, filled Savior, Father, as we are Holy Ghost filled ourselves because of Him. So, Father, you bless them tonight. Bless the names they mention to you in this altar tonight, Father. May those names hear from heaven tonight, Lord. May heaven touch them with such a, a, a touch, God, that they'll cry out, Father, before it's ever eternally too late. And Lord, we'll bless you tonight. We praise you. We glorify you. I thank you for every song and every person here tonight. So blessed be the name of the Lord now and forevermore. In Jesus' precious name, amen. 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 amen.